Hey, it's just the three of us. We could make it if we try. Yeah, see, now I've run all the listeners off already, but welcome to No Driving Gloves. John's in a really good mood. (laughs) Why are you in a good good mood, John? (laughs) I don't know. I've just had a good couple of weeks. That's That's good to know, brother. That is good to Uh, know. Because the rest of us haven't. (laughs) Well, that's what happened. Maybe we have. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. We we haven't seen the... uh, I get, I would say the bald bald hairy one, but we got two of those. Yeah, I finally made it. <laughs> well, you've been working your butt off. I saw, you know, you know, who did you pay off to get the cruise in the coast t-shirt? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's kind of funny. I got asked that question um, a couple times while we were down in Biloxi in, in the Mississippi Gulf Coast area, and I'll tell you what I told them. There are a lot of secrets in this industry that I share. I don't. I don't think nothing about it. Uh, but then again, there's some that you just kind of keep to yourself. And <laughs> a lot of that has been at the right time. Been been at the right time. Been at the right place at the right time around the right people. And that's exactly how that's happened. And uh, it's actually happened to us twice. The right car the right time, the right place, the right person sees it. You know, it just kind of, it's kind of a luck of the draw. I mean, they can pick any car in the country and for them to have picked a big oak garage built twice is pretty special. And to pick one to be on the 25th anniversary of that show is even more special. So, um, yeah, I I did take it as a pretty big honor. It was a little bit of a surprise when I saw somebody posting about it. I didn't realize that it happened to you. And you know, a lot of uh, luck comes with being in the right place at the right time, and a lot of success comes with a lot of luck. <laughs> so, right. And, so. and and I've said this before, and I'll say it again: getting getting the right customer in the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to produce what they want but a lot of it's just luck of the draw. I mean, there's so many hot rod shops that do super high end work for that guy to pick you. There, there's a little bit of luck involved. And I mean, a lot of it's personality. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of it's the work that you've done in the past, but a lot of it's just that person walking in your door or, or picking up the phone and calling you or, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot to it. So, I'm I'm trying to share the. Yeah, I should have emailed you and got that instead of putting the Lotus 17 behind me tonight. I could have put your car. Epic pop- fail, John. Epic fail. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, yeah. Spent a week in the Mississippi Gulf Coast doing the doing the t-shirt thing and 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 how that works is pretty awesome for the guys that don't know. If you're picked to be on the T-shirt, you're a feature car. Sometimes they only have one. Sometimes they have two. Uh, I don't know if they've ever had three or not. But you're you have a schedule with that car. You don't just show up over here because you want to go over there today. You're um, you're where the hot celebrity is that's signing autographs next to the t-shirt trailer. You're parked right in front of the t-shirt trailer. They give you a, you know, prime, prime parking at, at every event that you're supposed to go to. So, you know, sometimes we'd be having to get up at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning to be at a certain event by eight. And for those of y'all that have been to cruising the coast, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not all that bad. Thursday starts getting a little crazy. Friday is is even crazier, and Saturday is just it, it's not even movable hardly. Uh, so they they schedule the celebrity car or feature car. It's done Friday midday because you have to drive these cars. It's not like you can just trailer them over to the venue. And, and unload them and just right there you have to drive them through town through the traffic if you've got one that don't run good that don't that likes to run hot this this is you, you need to deny 
the t-shirt deal because you will get embarrassed. Uh, so Friday after our day was over midday at Best St. Louis, uh, I talked to the rod and I was like, Hey, we want to go to ocean Springs tomorrow. He was like, y'all aren't scared. Y'all are done. Y'all can go home. And I was like, no, 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 no. We, we want to go to ocean Springs and spend the day at ocean Springs. Can you, you know, work us out a parking spot at the t-shirt trailer uh, for tomorrow. And Rod kind of laughed and he was like, it may be difficult because it's, you know, it's not scheduled. He said, I've never had this ask to be done before. <laughs> so damn uh, you asking to do more work. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you know, it's just the ocean Springs on Saturday is, is the, is a place to be. And we wanted to be there with the car. I mean, we enjoy car shows. We enjoy driving these cars, uh, showing them. Uh, unfortunately, Mark, the guy we built the car for, had to go home uh, Saturday morning early, so he wasn't able to be there. But he was there all week. Um, but, yeah, Dad and I and hopped in it and cruised over to Ocean Springs and sat in traffic for an hour and a half with that supercharged big block and just cruised right on in and, parked and had a hell of a day. What'd you do last weekend, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Was there a weekend? I I don't even know. I don't remember what I did last weekend. I, I kind of overscheduled myself too. I'm kind of chasing my tail, chasing my tail, but I think it's my fault. I just put off everything for quite a while and all of a sudden it's caught back up with me. So I got like 14 14 days with at least something that doesn't involve me scheduled. And it, it's kind of annoying. I don't like that feeling anymore. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think, um, I think last weekend I did not achieve working on cars. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. If I actually stepped away from it for a few minutes and kind of revitalized myself, uh, maybe that's that's the way to look at it. Because this weekend, as everybody that's been listening knows, is going to be kind of like Will's past week, um, which is going to be jam-packed weekend of cars, uh, for at least myself. I haven't heard if John's actually going to pick himself up and drive to Chattanooga, Tennessee or not. Well, you heard what I just said. Um, I, I can't figure out how to get around, how to, how to make it up there. That's uh, this weekend. And yes, it is. Yeah. I won't be able to make it. You know, if I really, if I have to carry the no driving gloves banner at Chattanooga, that's pretty disappointing. I mean, yeah. Cause you got to run guys. by Will's shop and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've been carrying the banner all freaking summer. Yeah, good. That's that's where it belongs is with you. I don't want that extra yeah. work. <laughs> uh, so maybe we should buy two of those things. Probably not a bad idea. One with Will and one with John. I Perfect. think no driving gloves needs to buy a van, like a no driving gloves van that we can. You know, John doesn't store. have a problem buying a van. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's full size from the seventies, and we can do an airbrushed mural on the side. Oh, yeah. With an LT5. Sure. Why not? Guess they Will's quit. building it. They quit They quit making the LT5, but I bet Derek could probably get his hands on one. I bet you he knows where one is. Maybe two. They're probably all on Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking so- of Marketplace and online... Man, have you guys like noticed that the cars coming up, at least the ones I'm seeing on like all the online listings are kind of sucking lately? No, no, just I've been disappointed. Maybe it's just me. I haven't had time to look. I've occasionally browsed and there's been some cool stuff, but everybody's believing that used car prices are astronomical. And yeah, they're up there, but what? There was a lime green Toyota 4Runner 2022, blah, blah, blah. It's a, some special color. Like 45 grand over sticker. What? <laughs> hey, remember a Keith Toy- from a few episodes Toyota, back? You said, you said Toyota 4Runner? Yeah. 
mean, it, it's not a Bronco. It's not a Maverick. It's not, like I said, Keith from a few episodes ago, you know, five grand with him, he'll make it lime green for you. <laughs> exactly. Just, oh, so are we going down a, a, a complaining road there? Because I, no, I don't know. I, I just, I, no. I was, I was talking to somebody about it the other day, like literally two days ago, we were talking about it. I think it was somebody at work and we're just like, it's been disappointing lately. There hasn't been anything, anything great out there. Unfortunately, I, I'm not trying to complain. I mean, I don't want to complain. Um, I'm just saying it right now. It's kind of seems to be drying up or something. I don't know. Maybe it's because maybe it's because there are no new cars, so everybody's keeping the good ones that are running and still driving them. And I, I don't, uh, just I don't the, believe the junk that new, that's coming up. I don't believe the new car thing. There are cars out there. They don't have sixty days of inventory on the lots, but there are cars out there. Um, I bought one recently and got a great deal. Another friend of mine bought one recently, got a great deal. I mean, and it's not astronomical. I don't, I don't follow. I don't understand. You know, I, I think the Lexus that I looked at a year ago, year well, two years ago, um, those are like ten grand more than they were two years ago. But yeah, I don't know. There's as far as quality and you know specialty cars, a lot of junk out there. I've seen a lot of junk. <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen quality used cars out there. Um, what is a quality used car, John? Well, <laughs> the the name of the place that you're buying it from. Well, I'm thinking somebody <laughs> on one of the. Um, it's like the old GM slogan: "Okay, used cars." <laughs> I, mean, I guess it's okay. You, it, so is this a good car? It's okay. It's it's not. They're not showing up on marketplace. They're you've got to know somebody. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some you know Solstice oh, GXPs going around. I've guy. seen. Um, I meant to send you. Maybe I did send you the Beretta V8 show car appeared, and somebody has it. I can't remember. You did if not actually, send it to me, but I think I heard about it. Yeah. Um. I don't know um if he's actually owned it for a while or however that came down but i saw that and i thought oh, i should send that to Derek. and i've seen one or two like good beretta gts but then i've seen them that you know they not only lived in wisconsin they kind of stored them under the big pile of salt yes, you know yeah. <laughs> between seasons yeah. that that's yeah. what i'm i'm seeing is people are trying to unload their absolutely worthless you know things that you you couldn't give away for stupid, stupid money. And it's just, just see, out there. John, John and I grew up in the North, so we can make fun of that uh, whole scenario of cars and how they're treated in the North. And, you know, Oh boy, have I got a deal for you? This thing is cherry. Yeah. Check this out. Just a little rust in the floorboards. You can see through. It's okay. <laughs> I think I was talking to somebody the other day about rust in, uh, car came from the north and there was a lot of rust and i can't remember as we all know you just get a stop sign pop that pop rivet that bad boy to the floor and you are good to go well you know we, we talked last week about me using the old for folgers can or diet pepsi cans a couple times to the whole exhaust finally fell off you know that, that that's a professional thing will would have taught me how to do oh yeah <laughs> yeah then break the brake lines don't rust either no. No. That's actually what happened to my dad's um, 95 Ram plow truck. He had this massive, I don't know, massive 500, 600 foot driveway upscaling up the mountain he lived on. And he was plowing downhill once and hit the brakes and ended up deciding to crash into a tree as opposed to the very deep stream across from his driveway because of no, wait, exactly this was, that. this was your dad. You yeah. said, John, I am shocked that he was plowing downhill. I thought all parents plowed uphill both ways in six feet of snow, carrying their lunch. Isn't that how that story goes? No, it has something to do with going to school. 
Oh, it's going to school, not plowing. Okay. You, you do it the easy way. I mean, if the truck's at the top of the hill, you got to go down to start coming back up, I guess. I guess maybe. I don't know. Uh, not according to parents, man. They go uphill both ways, you know? I got my screens backwards and I can't read the dang comments. Well, so far we have Toby, who is a dear, a, a good friend of mine, uh, saying, Hi, Derek. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts box and a can of tiger hair. Um, I mean, <laughs> usually, usually I eat donuts while I'm, you know, using tiger hair on something. Yeah, I mean, it's you got to finish the donuts. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta eat the donuts right. to be able to. Although, you, yeah, you where finish, I grew up, you finish where, your donuts and you look like me. Yeah, exactly. Well, where I grew up, man, we had Dunkin'. I noticed uh, Toby's from that great state of Maine. Uh, they really like their Dunkin' Donuts up there. Uh, ar- around me, we had Dunkin', but we had Tim Hortons. And uh, yeah, Tim Hortons will put a few pounds on, let me tell you. I thought that was a uh, Canadian thing. Are you a Canuck, secret Canuck? Well, no, you remember uh, Michigan, which it's, it's right next to Canada. Yeah, I crossed the bridge once. That's the extent it's, of my international travels from Detroit to Ch- Chatham, Ontario. <laughs> interestingly enough, it is the only border crossing where you actually go south into Canada from the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That is right. I didn't realize that. They just warned me that the road that I was on after I went across the border was one of the most deadly roads in Canada because... Yes, it is. <laughs> so... Because that would have been my commute from there to RM, from there to mm-hmm. RM. Because we we're going to have to live in the states. Because my ex-wife's architecture license at the time wouldn't have necessarily applied in Canada. Now it freaking applies all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. She's in France now. No, uh, Germany and Korea. Wow. So you messed that one up. The no one that got away. It's like the car, that one car. It's the one that got away. Yeah, but I found with when it comes to cars, and I imagine women are the same thing because most are smart enough not to go back out with me. Um, you, I mean, you know, you you, 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 think you fantasize Will and I would be smart enough to not come back to the show, but <laughs> you, you you know you fantasize about. Let's, let's go down that road. You fantasize about your old cars, but would you really want them back? I mean, I talk a lot about loving my CRXs. One of the things that keeps me away from them right now is, would I really want to drive a 92 horsepower anemic 89 CRX SI in today's world? Would you know? Would I? You know, Derek's a little bit different. What are you driving a 12 horsepower Chevy? It's like, come on. <laughs> that's. I mean, you said 92 horsepower. That's. That's massive. I, I, you know, I have these fantasies and, you know, the life that I had with these cars and even like the one behind me, this is, you know, this is the first car I restored when I was at the the Barber Museum. They, they're neat, but would I want to really go back and spend time with them again? You know, when it comes to a restoration, I'm damn glad they're gone. That was one problem with the museum is you still had to look at the damn thing day after day after day. At least when I was White Post and Stellar and that, we shipped them off and you never had to see them again, hopefully. Well, John, that makes me question, are you really a car guy? Because, you know, that's what makes you a car guy is wanting to drive that old car, wanting to enjoy it the way you used to. I mean, that's, you know, to me, that's one of the biggest things about them is getting in them and driving them, whether it's a, you know, a square body Chevy that's completely stocked that rides like dog crap or one that's been built with a custom chassis with a big horsepower LS motor that rides and drives and handles like a Corvette. Well, let's you take know. you. Um, oh, hang on. I, I want to know what dog crap rides like. Your cars that you have. It all depends. Sometimes it's a little spongy. Sometimes it's actually a pretty rough ride. Um, go get in a four wheel drive square body Chevrolet truck. That what do you think, like what do you think I drove as a What do you think I drove as a kid on the farm? There you go, body Chevys. There you go. All right, John. What you? Yeah, got? and how? How would, would you want? Go back. 
when we met, you were driving, I believe, a two-door Impala Caprice. Uh, let's see. The first or, year, or did no, you have the first year? Have, I had a square body two-wheel okay. drive Blazer. Okay, I got them backwards. Yeah. Would you? I know. Well, we're not going to go there because everybody will drive a square-bodied Chevy right now. There you go. Um, but would you go back to that Impala? I mean, you had the um, airbag issues with it. You had, uh, you know. Is that something that you would long to go back to? I guess first, is it one of your favorites? No, I would so. not because I didn't really. I mean, that car was kind of cool for the time, but it wasn't really something that uh, I would want now. Uh, yeah. Now, my K5 two wheel drive Blazer, I would take it exactly the way it was when I rolled into McPherson. When I was 18 years old, I would take it just like that right now. If I could hop in it and drive it, I'd drive it every day. And it rode like crap. I mean, it was lowered correctly with spindles and springs and the flip kit and all that stuff. But it it, it did not. It rode okay, handled like crap. You know, I mean, it was just there was just an old square body blazer that was lowered with a pretty hot engine in it. Uh, hey, um, hey, Lane. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I had I had cars lowered every way, cut the springs, turn the torsion bars till they were about ready to drop out. Oh yeah. Um, you know, my Isuzu actually, I took the bump stops out and lowered it far enough that it actually the the rear axle just actually rode on the frame, or the frame yeah. rode on the rear axle. Been there, done that. Yep. <laughs> and we lived with it. I mean, I can I remember a couple of people complaining about the ride quality but i ain't care i'd rather look good than feel good well see that's me i call it i call it sacrificing comfort for cool and you know i'm all about it i mean and i i I can go with that but i'm i guess I'm, i'm questioning you're saying i'm not a car guy because i don't want a car for my youth or my old car you know i'll be honest i was driving my mini today and i I wrote a huge paragraph about it um, just because it's fun. It's, you know, and like I said, I'm happy. The car is actually making me very happy. I enjoy going places. I enjoy going out with it. People talk to me about it. Um, it's a, it, it's weird what it draws. And that's what I enjoy. That's what I think, you know, of being a car guy. I mean, I've right. got, it, it doesn't have to be an old car to be a car guy. I mean, you, 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 as long as you've got a car you enjoy and you take pride in, and I, I really don't care if you're driving an 80 Bonneville four-door. I don't care uh, if you're driving, driving a oh, new, right. you know, Chevrolet Impala four-door, you know, if you've got a couple of tweaks or something to it, and don't roll into, you know, something you got off enterprise rental car lot, but it's well, and honestly, I almost did that one year because I rented an Oldsmobile the same week that Oldsmobile closed or something, you know, went out of business. And I was at an orphan car show or and I was in the area for an orphan car show. And I really thought about I'm going to drive this Oldsmobile there. And, you know, it was a brand new. What what, what year was that, Derek? Um, oh, two, oh, three Oldsmobile went away or. Can't remember last year. Oldsmobile. Oh, I thought around. you meant the year you were driving somewhere. I, I, I don't know. Um, I can't remember uh, what year Oldsmobile closed. But whatever. I mean, I picked up the car on a Friday. The show was on a Sunday, and I go, maybe I should enter this thing as an orphan. But that's the only time I think you get away with renting a car and going to a show and be legit. You know, don't go rent a Ferrari and then go to a car show just to pretend you have a Ferrari. Oh four. Oh four. There we go. Yeah, I was just saying. I think it was. I, th- I think it was right around oh four that three four five because, as I recall, it was not terribly long after the hundredth anniversary. Yeah, you know the, the the Aurora was kind of there, and what was the big car? The um, or was the Aurora eighty eight maybe? Uh, the Aurora and the intro- what was I can't remember. Uh, they had a Delta, Delta ninety eight. Delta yeah, 90. but that that was that was earlier. You're looking was at the late nineties. Um, Olds Intrigue was that's it? it. The Intrigue and the Aurora. Yep. yep. So, North Star V8s, the good North Star V8s, <laughs> if there was one. So now, see, I would go back. Like I so 
the two cars, three. So the, well, there's three vehicles. I'm really, I'm going to count it two. I'm, I'm going to count it as two vehicles: my Beretta and the GTO. And I would have both of those back in a heartbeat. I drove the Beretta through high school and uh, most of college, and the GTO was, of course, the toy car, the you know first car I got, but was, um, you know, quickly decided that I would not be driving it as a daily driver. Thanks to my dad. Um, yeah, they don't watch the show. So who cares? Um, <laughs> but I'd, I'd take both of those back right away, but it's kind of cool. Cause you think about it, you go back and, you know, talk about the first cars you had and whether or not you'd go back and the, the conversation that we just had about, you know, and, and that we're carrying on about, looking cool and not worrying about anything else back in high school. That's what myself and, and a number of our, my buddies that were into cars, that was the way we approach it. Yeah. There were the guys in, in school and say in both high school and, and college when I got there that were the, you know, the other gearheads. you know, the, how much horsepower can you make? And yeah, that's cool. I, I, probably will do it someday on something, build a hot rod and and try to build it. But, you know, to, to the guys I hung out with, it was mostly like, man, that car looks good. That car just looks cool. Who cares if it has a four cylinder or six cylinder engine, it just looks good and it's fun to drive. So, you know, I mean, and, and that's the thing, like it's the old saying, if you don't turn around and look back at the car that you drove, when you park it in a parking lot, you don't own the right car. And I'll tell you what, when I, when I had my first pickup that I bought the, well, my GMC that I had, um, two years ago after I traded my F one hundred and fifty in, you know, I never really, I, I, it was a good truck, but I never really was passionate about it. And then this hundredth anniversary Silverado came up and I'll tell you what, I couldn't, I went and looked at it on the lot and took pictures of it so I could keep looking at it that night. And I couldn't stop looking at the thing on my phone. I was like, you know what? That's the truck I need. And I still turn around and look at the thing. I know that, you know, I'm sitting here as you say that. And, you know, I always did it with my caterer. You always look back at it. Um, I honestly think I did it more often with my Elan M100. There, there are those cars that you definitely turn around and, you know, look back and go, you know, that's a cool car. And sometimes you do it to somebody else's car every time you see it. And you go, eh, I guess that, that's when you start realizing you're kind of jealous of something else. But, um, so what car, let's just go with this simple question. What car have you owned in the past that you would want back right now? Um, as it was when you owned it, you can't update it. You can't change it. You know, what if you still own it and it's just not running? Right now? <laughs> well, you never throw anything away. You, we got, I do we, too. <laughs> I do too. So, so how far back are we talking? Ten years? Fifteen years? Well, let's see here. Um, Your whole life will. I I would say from the time you started driving at 16 to now, because, you know, I don't want my Omni 024 back. If I had all the money in the world and that, yeah, I probably would look for a light blue over dark blue Omni 024. So I just had one. Um, But I mean, if it's something you had at 16, would you want it back today or would you rather have the memories well being that i have my vehicle from when i was 16 uh, obviously i wouldn't get rid of it and i would want it back so uh but okay you 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 have it and it's out back of your shop we know that would you if you decided okay i'm gonna put this thing back together would you put it back together the way you had it when you were 16 if I could snap my fingers and have it and drive it every day, absolutely. So, uh, but being that I still have it, I don't think that that's fair for me to answer that question. No, it's perfectly fair because it's, you know, 
it's like Leno say with his um, what, what's it a fifty five Olds was his first car that of course he still owns, but when he restored it, he updated some things with it. You know, he used our favorite word resto modded it. See, I'm 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 with Lane. I'm with Lane over here. He still got his first car, but would want his second car back too. You know, I I think of all of the ones that I've gotten rid of over the past. There's only like one or two that I'm just like, nah, I wouldn't really want that back. Say, hey, um, Ray, I just saw you popped in there too. Um, Former guest Ray Eddings. Yeah, yo, <laughs> um, I had a. One of them TSI turbocharged Eagle Talons. You're actually admitting uh, that on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, nice. dude, that car was fast. I, 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 I run a lot of Mustangs in that car. I, I love those cars. I first, wish I first had generation Mustang. DSM. Yep, I wish I had uh, that car back. I had a '98 S10 that was badass. I wish I had it back. I had a '79 Chevrolet four wheel drive. Wish I had it back. No, I wanna hang on. Does everybody have a story about one of their cars whooping the crap out of a Mustang? Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm literally I, Will's got one. John, I got one. I, I got one. I, it's okay. You know my my ninety uh, Azuzu pup, the convertible pickup with the uh, three hundred and fifty V eight we put in it. That was the best thing about it. Is you know it was quiet as a freaking Continental. And you pull up to a stoplight and pulled up to the one stoplight guy and his five Oh sitting there top down, got his girlfriend with him. And she starts looking and pointing at the truck and he looks at me all disgusted. And I just kind of waved at him and he took off, you know, like, did you wave at him or he, her? <laughs> it, huh? Did you wave at him or her? Cause I, no, I, think I, I would have waved at her. I think I actually waved at him, but it, it just, it just, no, I'm going to say it. He pissed, he was pissed off and that I was ready. The light changed. And not only did she like the way the truck looked, I left him, <laughs> you know, and I just thought, you know, your, your fast car, you know, so just typical, you know, 20 year old, um, teenage attitude. So. Now, when I had, when I had my TSI Talon, I was drag racing, a pro bracket car at the time. And every Friday night was, you know, just playing around at the drag strip. And it was the local hangout for, you know, all the kids and stuff. So number one, I knew my way around the drag strip. Number two, I knew how to cut a lot. And I outrun a lot more cars than outrun me in that little four cylinder Eagle town. Of course it would leave the line like crazy. And I, most of the time I would cut a whole lot better lot than who I was racing and I would win. They couldn't, they couldn't reel me in, you know, now if we had another quarter mile to go, we'd be a different situation, but we're racing quarter mile. And, yeah. and I know that, and I'm using that to my advantage. And I mean, no, I there, was, there were several times where we went through the traps and I won and outrun a Mustang or Cam even Camaros at the time. And they wouldn't even stop. They would just leave the track and not come back. It was hilarious. Some of the funniest stuff that I've ever done. And y'all know me, I'm a V8 guy, but yeah. out, out running, out running those little cocky kids in, in the Mustangs and Camaros in a little four cylinder was, yeah. was pretty fun. See, I, I, I never had I never had one of those. I was um, I almost got a uh, Plymouth Laser RS when they first came out, which was kind of the TSI version of the Laser, except no all-wheel drive was ever offered in that first generation. Right, right, right. Ray Eddings hit the nail on the head. They were exactly. Quick. They were quick, not fast. Yeah, and, and the all-wheel drive, they just grabbed. I mean, yep. that had to that had to give you a tremendous advantage, you know, with the fact, you know, you get a little bit more traction out of the thing. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, see, I would consider a Talon TSI as a car to go back to because I've never had one. But that's not the question at hand. I know that's not the question. I'm trying. I'm really sitting here. You know, I've had. I'm surprised you had. You didn't have one. 
I I've had six or seven CRXs. I've I've had two. Well, CRXs, the Hyundai Velocitor. You know, I had a twelve and a sixteen, and I think those. Well, and I had my ninety Azuzu pup, and my ex-wife bought a ninety-four Azuzu pup. Um. <laughs> I think those are the only cars I've ever even repeated. You know, I, I counted up the other day and I own like 60, I've owned 61 cars. I officially went through the list and 61 cars in my life. And, you know, five of them have been CRXs. Two of them have been Velocitors. But other than that, I've never duplicated a car. You know, I guess I don't live, live in the past. And I've had the opportunity to. I don't think I've really duplicated many either. I've had a lot of square body pickup trucks, but they were, you know, the kind of flip or whatever, you know, but as far as daily drivers. I've only had one square body. I guess I've had two OBS Chevrolet trucks as a daily driver, a 94 extended cab and a well the 96 two-door tahoe that i drive now Derek, what what do you have i'm still working to see if there's anything i've ever you know i've I've already i've even questioned if i would go back and buy another caterham i mean well but i've already said i would i would have both the nine the the beretta the 93 beretta gt uh, back and the 74 Pontiac GTO. But if I had to choose between the two, it would be the 74 Pontiac GTO for sure. Um, it was just a, a cool, cool car. And I would have it exactly the way it was. It was pretty much factory stock. Uh, we restored it back to the way it should have been. The only thing that was done to it, the engine had been rebuilt before we bought the car. And the guy had put a little bit of a cam in it, you know, more than what it had from factory. So yeah, it was a little, a little more aggressive and, and stuff, but other than that, it was pretty much bone stock and it was, it was quick. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's a 74, a 1974 Pontiac GTO on a road course. will whoop the snot out of the earlier six, uh, the 60s era GTOs, the 60, four, five, six up through when you get into like the judge, you know, 68 era that it was, it was a close call, but it would just whoop the snot out of the early GTOs on a road course, straight line and eh, not, not so much, but I'll tell you what, that's the car that I whooped the crap out of a Mustang in. And it was like the, uh, it was the, the, first generation right after the Fox body. So what was that? Like 94, 95 yeah. when they did the rounder. The 94 is when the rounded body out. style Mustang. Yeah. Came out. I mean, I, I can, I can yeah. remember it to this day. I'm a 17 year old kid. So in other words, probably shouldn't be driving the GTO um, at the time with that much capability of that car. And I just remember I was I was coming back from like a, a cruise in night or something and had a friend with me from high school and we're just tooling along this two lane back road where I grew up in Michigan. It's pretty much all back roads. And this car just comes hauling up behind us and gets right on my rear end, hangs out there for a minute. And, you know, I see it's this Mustang pulls out and just floors it around me like he's like cooler than anything in the world so i just goosed it a little bit and caught up to him and he started you know being a jerk hitting his brakes and doing all that fancy driving and uh, i just remember (laughs) i think there's like twice that i recall almost wrecking that gto and this is one of them because i just remember downshifting into third and matting the thing to the floor and the rear end coming loose. And I was all over the road, got control of it and just launched past him and never saw him again. Uh, I I think he just gave up because I, 
I remember about 115 on the speedometer and I just kind of kept going. So I have a similar story just happened not long ago. I was driving Tammy's Yukon down 278 right here through Hoax Bluff and Mustang came up beside me and hell, we both just nailed it. And dude, I was gone in that Yukon, which just got a six, two in it. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty peppy. And uh, it was the, you know, one of those body style Mustangs that are slow as crap. The five, the five Oh four, six. And, you know, it was two, two young kids in, in that Mustang and that, that Yukon just walked off and left them. It was hilarious. I had, I, and I had the whole family with me. I had Tammy and Sarah and Ellie <laughs> with me. <laughs> oh, that was funny. They were like, do you, did you, like, did you get yelled at? Like I do. <laughs> oh no, they were, they were cheering me on. <laughs> oh. uh, but that's, you know, going back to what Ray said was, you know, quick, quick, not fast. And that's like, I, I knew a teacher, a high school teacher at not the high school I went to, but basically the town just south of us. Uh, he was an acquaintance of my parents and he had some old cars, Model A's, stuff like that. And he also had a, I, we knew him because he had a Pontiac, a GTO judge and the Model A's and stuff, but he'd always have his judge at different stuff with us with the GTO. And he would, to teach his, he was a shop teacher and to teach his kids a lesson he would basically whoever was mouthing off about how fast their car was, he would say, all right, you know, bring your car into school, whatever day Um, I'll bring in one of my cars and, and we'll, we'll drag race. And uh, so he'd bring his model, one of like his model a in, and this is bone stock model a. And, you know, all right, let's, let's, you know, first, first 30 feet, first 50 feet, whatever, you know, and whoever wins, you know, this section of the parking lot, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. And of course, all the high school kids with their, you know, horsepower built cars and stuff be like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat the teacher, blah, blah, blah. But of course he knew what they were going to do was rev it up, dump the clutch and spin the rear wheels. And in a model a, you can't do that. You just push the gas a little bit, let the clutch out and it goes Dude, just nice, you know, a little bit of torque and it just goes. And so he'd just whoop the snot out of the kids every time. Cause they'd just be sitting there burn doing a burnout and he'd just drive away. But that's it. You know, it's, it's about being intelligent and sometimes it is, you know, being quick, not fast. Spinning ain't winning. Yep. John, I think you're muted or something. Yeah, you keep trying to say, talk and yeah. you're not there. Well, you yell I was at us. Say, and- I'm, I'm going to go back and recap some of the other people's cars that they would like to have back. But first, I want to ask a question about Mustangs because Ray even alluded to it as, you know, they just <laughs> immediately turn left and hit a pole. And so I'm out Saturday night, uh, say, sitting on the porch of a bar at uh, Five Points area, Birmingham. And people i'm with we're talking and then you can't hear because somebody goes by with this loud rackety exhaust that sound I, just sounds horrendous and you know I said, uh, it's a mustang and then a few minutes later same thing different mustang different Mustang, and like five mustangs in a period you know period of an hour hour and a half go by and you know a person i'm with goes you know heard it heard something is that a mustang Sure shit, it will be. And, <laughs> and it, I said, they, you know, why are they so annoying? I mean, challengers went by, chargers went by, and Mopar people are asses. But no, they didn't bother me as, you know, that. When's the last time a Camaro went by? And But it just, you know, and it, they don't even sound good. It's not a deep, throaty, no. you know, one of the best exhausts I've ever heard is on a Shelby 1000. I'll give it that. I mean, it just rumbled. And I mean, the restaurant we were in when the owner pulled up, it just rumbled and the restaurant rumbled. One of the best exhausts. And GT40 is probably the best exhaust I've ever heard. Real GT40, not the fake ones from 05, 06, 19, and 20. Are, are, are we only doing road cars? Or? Well, 
Well, no, I'm talking GT40 race car. I, you know, it's one I, oh, okay. I, you know, I don't know. The four cam uh, Lotus Ford's got a pretty sweet exhaust, John. Well, you know that. I, I like that. I like the deep throaty thing, but that's rattly. What is it? It might. It's that coyote. I, 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 you, you open them, the exhaust up on them, and they just they do not sound good, and they're extremely kind of high pitched and loud. Is it one of those? It's cars? not even that. It's not even that. It's it's it, John saying it's all you know. You, it's it's all Mustangs, and I shouldn't say that. I will say the early Mustangs. Let's let's leave the no, early I, Mustangs I, out of I this. It's, I, it's more I, modern. Derek, I am alluding to, you know, anything, I want to say 15 or newer or something, but I'm, th- I'm thinking back. Oh, to really? Because I was even go back to Fox body. I mean, there. Well, yeah, I'm but just, a Fox body, think about it. A Fox body with Flowmasters, just that, that 5.0 with Flowmasters, I mean, it sounded pretty damn good. Yeah, th- th- those are tolerable. <laughs> but pretty good. But these car payment Mustangs, you know, you can, you can go in and, and I, I'll be honest, I was almost guilty of that. I, you know, I was going to buy that Roush, uh, stage mm-hmm. two, a couple of years ago. And I like the exhaust sound on it from, I guess the inside of the car, but isn't one of those cars that pipes a good exhaust sound inside of the car. So you don't really realize how stupid <laughs> you're looking to the outside public. Uh, it's just, I mean, it was just annoying and it drove it drove us crazy. And I mean, that was, I'm going to say it on the podcast. That was a day that history was made because Alabama lost. And we never have to hear about Nick Saban was not defeated by one of his previous coaches or underlings. So, I mean, there was other things going on that should have been more annoying than a damn Mustang driving by. Saturday not- was a rough day for Alabama. <laughs> Auburn lost. Alabama lost. Deontay Wilder lost. I think every everything from the state of Alabama lost that day. I didn't see Ruben that day, so I didn't get a chance to talk to him. <laughs> and y'all just uh, lost half of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, Deontay Wilder, I think some of our listeners would know. That football thing, that's all odd. Let's see here. We had somebody who well, wanted their, their, well, their 300,000-mile, 400,000-mile, 700,000-mile BMW back. Yeah. Um, going going back Lane. to yeah, it's Lane. But going back to the I mean and and this it actually it's piqued a little curiosity in me and I'm going to I should be seeing one of my um friends that is a former suspension engineer for Ford Motor Company uh this weekend in Chattanooga and I'm going to ask him because I know that Chevrolet with the small block Chevy they actually very specifically focus on much like Harley Davidson does the actual sound of that engine. They actually engineer the sound of that engine, the small block Chevy. Um, I've never asked anybody at Ford if, if they actually do any sound engineering on their engines, I would assume they do, but you know, knowing that Chevy is so focused on making sure the sound of the small block sounds right. I mean, that's, that could be a big difference because, you know, if, if Ford's not terribly worried about it and, and they don't put a lot into it, then it, it isn't going to come out sounding great. Well, I know that was one of the big projects with Lotus engineering, you know, Lotus sells some cars, but most of the money Lotus as a company makes is through the engineering department. And they had multiple projects working with multiple manufacturers on the exhaust sound. And I know Maserati took pride and tunes their exhausts <laughs> and it's going to sound well, odd, this is that's, that's tuning exhaust though is Chevy. I've talked to the, the, the small block engineers for Chevy. They do it inside the engine too. It's not just from the ports out. out. It is internals all the way through the exhaust. So what, what about they pay attention new- to? What about this new flat plane crank LTZ06 motor we've been hearing about? How's that? How's that thing gonna sound? It. I have no idea. I haven't heard it yet. I bet it's gonna sound pretty wicked. But uh, from everything you hear in the the recordings of them running, I mean, yeah, it's it's over a microphone, so you can't really truly tell. But I think it's gonna sound pretty sweet. And yeah, uh, Lane. 
Uh, to answer Lane's question, no, I don't believe he did. He was a special vehicles team uh, suspension engineer. So I believe, if I recall correctly, the last project he worked on um, was a, a little truck called the uh, Raptor. So um, I, I, I don't believe he did anything with the twin I-beam, but... I was sorry. I was answering. I was. I was answering Lane's question. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I was trying to catch up on reading some of those. Oh, yeah. And well, Lane went on, and it's because you, we were talking about the way engines sound. Wasn't that a topic last week? We talked about and how annoying engines sound anymore. And Lane pointed out last week. Oh, well, it's timing chains or whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, that's 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 stuff. engine noise. That's not exhaust noise. That's just. Engine but you noise. just got done spending five minutes lecturing us that GM tunes the sound of their engines. Yeah, and have you heard <laughs> a small block Chevy engine sound bad? I mean, unless you, you know, not you unless the rod, pistons rod are knocking because you're 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 hammering on it. As I say, you know, unless the pistons are trying to explore the outside world, no, I think they're actually pretty reasonable. So. I don't know. Let's ask Will. How them small block Chevys are working out for you? Oh, they sound good. Even when you uh, do that, uh, even when you do that firing order swap thing, they still sound good. So, you know. So I'm going to quickly recap some of these cars and see if we want to touch on them as we begin to wrap the show up. I got to go back to let's see here. You know, we people don't the- usually like you to touch their cars. It's- 700,000 mile BMW is what Lane wants back. Toby wants back his 90 GMC Sierra two wheel drive short bed flare side. Impractical in winter. What pickup trucks really practical? Toby's got good taste. Toby's got good taste. Lane also was here. 62 was his first Bel Air and then BMW was the second. So he wants cars one and two back. He's he's still got. No, he still has car number one. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, John, I don't even have that comment up and I remember reading that. 94 Sonoma with an LT. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, let's see. 86 Datsun 280Z inline six. That'd be a good one to get back. I've got mm-hmm. a question about that, Kim. Are you still on here? In 86, was that not the 300Z? And did you type the wrong year? They weren't making a 280 in 86. Mm. The 300 came out in 84. Mm. John would know better than any of us. Um, not calling you, not saying you're a liar. I just think you typed the wrong because 280Z, yeah, I could see wanting that back. I've never had one, but like I said, that's why I want one. I've never had one. I want to experience it. I want to hey, experience this, everything. Z cars uh, are extremely important. Yeah. The Z six, series, especially the 280s. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, the 240s, the the, the well, most, <laughs> yes. yes, 64 Beetle with a 1950 <clears throat> or 1915, excuse me. Um, I I actually have a family member with I know would love to have back his 60 Beetle. Um, that not being me. No wait, Lane um, just said Lane just. I want to jump to Lane's most recent comment because it's a it, it, it's a it. I guess it's a paradox. The trick to the BMW is changing the timing belt on time. That's deep, Lane. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> is that the trick to a uh, to the BMW is taking the time to change the timing belt on time? In a timely manner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, should we leave on that deep, deep thought? Wonder what the uh, wonder what the hourly rate on that is. Hmm. Depend on what shop you go to. <laughs> well, we need to go back and listen to the episode we put out about shop labor rates then, and how we justify shop labor rates. I think you say BMW and the labor rate doubles wherever you're at. Yeah, exactly. Say, say BMW if you don't have a warranty with it, you run. <laughs> There's my other hand somewhere over here. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, here's another show. The, so don't own a Mustang and don't own a BMW. Is that what you just said, John? No, I said oh. don't. I don't have. Ooh, somebody said mini trucks 
were great or were great. I, I agree with Ray. We need to have him back on and talk mini trucks. Oh, Lord. I'm so good at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BMW, bring my wallet. <laughs> and that's what we could do one night. We could just go over all the different, um, uh, you know, slang meanings of various manufacturer names or nicknames for various manufacturers. That would get intense and confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some, would. there's some good ones from back in the day. Let me tell you. There's some real good ones for Ford. No, there's some real good ones for quite a few, which I, I mm-hmm. would never want a Fiat back. I did own one and uh, ex-girlfriend owned one. So that might be a car you'd say was repetitive in my life. I was behind one tonight and I can't remember what the license plate was. And I'm in this cheery mood lately. And I go, you know, that license plate really makes that car look cute. Oh, I don't know if a guy was driving it, if a girl was driving it, whatever. But all of a sudden I had nice positive emotions about a Fiat. So what kind of know. drugs are you on, John? <laughs> Say, I don't hey, know. Somebody, somebody hang on. because tr- there have been some pretty cool Fiats throughout time. I'm not making fun of Fiats. I'm just talking about John being all happy all the time <laughs> well, while driving in traffic. Talking. He's on some good shit. <laughs> Somebody must have upped my antidepressants or something. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> double dose. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Ray. I didn't mean to do that to you. Should we let Will leave on a good uh, V8 note? <laughs> no, no, no. No, Lane just, Lane, what year Ford Festiva? Yes, Toby, yes. Or as I always said, we said my family, effed. We didn't say effing. We said effed over. uh, Effed over rebuilt Dodge. I like uh, failed on race day. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was first on race day, dude. Failed. Found on road dead. I could go on. Found on reservation dump. I've got a friend that is big. Ironically, he makes roller skate parts. He's your guys' age, being my co-hosts here, because you're significantly younger than me. But um, he's big into those little Festivus. I also remember, what was her name? We had a secretary that worked for the business back then when they were new cars, little white one. And it was you know, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, the, I would say the perfect girl to drive a Fiat. She was the perfect girl to drive a Festiva. Now that I'm getting all sexist, I probably should end the oh, show Lord. before I dig fixed, a hole too deep. Fixed or repaired daily was always one of my favorites. Yep. Fix it again, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the wrong right. one, Boomhauer. <laughs> <laughs> I only know foreign things. <laughs> I got my cursor hanging over the. Uh, that hey, if we, if we. If we go back far enough, you know, I mean, who who remembers or, or do, do any of you guys know of what the up no hill was? Uh-huh, exactly. Toby will know. I know Toby well, knows what, well, what he, car he was had, referred he, to he, as he, the up no hill. He asked the final question of the show. I'm already got my little paw print thingy hanging over the end of bro- broadcast, but Festiva or Chevette? Mm, that's uh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with Chevette. I'm going Chevette. Different eras, but I do think the Chevette probably would win that one. Rear-wheel drive, four-cylinder manual transmission, front-wheel drive, four-cylinder. Pregnant roller skate. Oh. <laughs> that's a Festiva. And I was reading Lane's Especially early one. Chevette. I like early Chevettes. Late yeah, 70s. They make good drag cars, too. I've told you the story about me almost buying a 76 Chevette Woody. Factory Woody. Nice. I was looking Derek, at a 78 a few years, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. Derek works at the mm-hmm. Chevette. Uh, yes, the National right? Chevette Museum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, that was, that was one of the reasons I... I 
I have a terrible sense of humor. I was going to get a Chevette, drive it into work one day and tell everybody I bought my vet and had to take them out <laughs> into the parking lot. I, I would have already I bought done that, guys. <laughs> uh, we had we had a guy in high school, Joel, that would walk around and kept talking about his vet, talking about his vet, and he drove a Chevette. Yep. Little red Chevette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, listeners, for those that are still remaining out there, our viewers. Um, I'm a little disappointed in Toby for not jumping in with the answer to the up no hill. No, we're going to hang up before. All right. Maybe that'll be for next week. Remember, no driving gloves.com. You can check out all the episodes, find links, you know, email us, whatever, buy us a coffee. If you really want us to get the, a couple of more banners for us to send out, um, you know, all the links and everything are on the website. Uh, check out the Facebook page, YouTube page, whatever. Everything is linked through it. No drivinggloves.com. One place. To see it all. I'll talk to you guys maybe next week, and we'll talk a little bit about Chattanooga and whatever else is going on. See you guys in Chattanooga, whoever's coming. Look, look me up. I'll be with the Corvettes. Not Adios. the Chevettes. <laughs> <laughs>